Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of No Boundaries. It's your girl Aisha checking in. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So today guys, we are going to talk about um, from a perspective of uh, who are you? So I know you hear a lot of things and in my 44 years, I've heard a lot of things in regards to, oh, um, I don't know who I am or I don't know where I'm going or I'm still discovering that. And don't get me wrong. I'm still figuring out some things for myself, but, um, I just want to just examine this, this, uh, particular topic from a different perspective. So, um, when I think of, okay, who am I? I think from, um, I mean, like, let's say when you meet somebody at first glance, you don't know anything about them, right? So you look at what's appealing to you on the outside, which is basically like your superficial identity, which is, um, okay, when you look at me, you realize that, okay, she's a black woman. Um, you realize that I'm a short black woman. You realize that uh, I'm... I'm a full-figured short black woman, and you look at my hair texture, or you can look at, okay, the way that I dress, like, you know, what am I rocking? Am I rocking the latest? And look at my shoes, and, you know, for us women, you look at your bag, you look at your nails, things of that nature. So it's like this outer shell. You look at the superficial realm, and um, you say, hey, there's something that is... um, what is the word I'm looking for? Attractive or alluring to you uh, that lures you into that individual and you say, hey, I want to get to know more. So you're just like, okay, well, as you, however you communicate with that individual and you get to know more about that individual, you um, get to see some of their characteristic tra- characteristic traits. Like, you know, if they're honest, if they're on time, if they're helpful, if they're a liar um, or a manipulator, you get to see if they're um, if they are family orientated or business minded. You get to see different levels of them the more time you spend with them. So I guess uh, when you're looking at identity and seeing who are you, do you spend time with yourself? I'm going to be honest here and say, I don't spend as much time with myself as one probably should um, because I'm always so busy. And then when I'm quiet, it's like, oh, Lord, I'm tired. I want to take a nap or I just want to sit and just be overwhelmed by the silence for once because my life is so busy. It's so noisy. Um, So I'm just like, okay, when do we get to sit in the silence and just be with ourselves, see what it is, you know, like kind of do inventory. What is it that we like about ourselves? What is it that we don't like about ourselves? How are we going to change those things? Um, Where are the areas where you like, you go girl, or you go do, and you giving yourself a pat on the back, like you handled that, you did that. Where is the area in your life where you're just like, ah, you sort of kind of sucked at that the other day. And I think you need to do a little bit better. And we need to find some ways to improve. Um, just be like real and real honest with yourself. Like for me, for example, 
I have been doing, uh, what do you call it? A lifestyle change for, ooh, let's see here. It's been at least, I would say, probably five years. If I look at, look back at like my Facebook memories when I first posted. Now, when you gauge it, you just like, okay, girl, you've been doing this for five years. We should see like major transformation. Hold up, pump your brakes. So it's not that, um, in essence, you've been, I've been doing it for five years, but it's like, okay, when did you really, really take it seriously and like start, you know, pounding the pavement and doing the hard work, like really doing it and not just superficial saying, you know, I'm at the gym snapping pictures with coffee or bottled water saying that I'm out here, blah, blah, blah. So, um, if anybody who's listening, that's like Facebook friends with me or whatever, um, I've posted some of my journey and, um, it's been one of those things to where I've just like, in the beginning, I posted a lot, but as time has gone on and I've had many ups and downs, I didn't post as much. And then I thought about it. Um, and I'm just like, okay, uh, you don't have to post every single detail. This is not some sort of VH1 series. This is your real life. This ain't, this not scripted. So you need to, uh, allow people, if you're going to share, allow people to see the realness of it, that every day ain't pretty. Um, I don't want to work out three days a week, but I do. Um, I don't, uh, what's the word? It's not enjoyment when I first started, because it's like when I go in the gym and I'm with my trainer and he's like, let's get it in, let's get this money. And I'm like, no, but it's rough as if when it first starts or whatever, and then it becomes not easy. I welcome the challenge as I go along the journey. So that's what this thing is in life and who you are. Uh, when you're examining who you are, it's like, okay, there's different layers to me. Um, and everything is not going to be roses because that's not how God intended for it to be because like, you know, you need good and bad because you wouldn't know the difference between the two if you never had an up and a down, right? A negative and a positive. Um, success and a failure. You would never know. So with those things being said, you need those things. So it's like you go along and you identify the areas in your life that are strong. You identify the areas in your life that I don't like to use the word weakness, but I would say challenging. If you haven't mastered it, then it's a challenge that pulls you by the hand and, and makes you rise to the occasion. So it's a challenge. So with that being said, um, I look at it from that perspective and it's just like, okay, uh, those are just like, we were talking about the, the uh, what do you call it? The outside layer, the superficial things. And then we talked about getting into debt getting in, in deeper, I mean, and seeing what lies beneath about characteristics. And then we talked about how I transitioned and talked about my journey, for example. So now I want to look at from a different perspective because there's different layers to us. Like I said, there's the outside, there's the inside characteristics. And now we're going to uh, look at where some of those things come from, like where our thought process comes from. 
um, how we operate, it comes from your heart. The Bible tells us that so that so as a man and woman think in their heart, then so you are. So your situation is. The Bible also tells us that um, out of the abundance of your heart is what your mouth will say. So it's like you can front all you want to and say, I don't do this. I don't say that. I ain't like this, blah, blah, blah. And then in the heat of the moment, when they when they turn it up on you and the pressures apply, what's deep down inside you, it's, it rises to the top. You can't hide who you really are. So from that perspective, it's like, you look at yourself, um, and I'm gonna use myself again for, for example. When I look at myself, um, I get a little frustrated because, and this is just who I see myself as how God has designed me. And I question a lot, like, okay, Lord, why are you, uh, cause it's the whole positive patty thing for me. Cause don't get me wrong. I have days where I'm just like, oh, this sucks, blah, blah, blah. And, but for the most part, for, uh, I would say 85, 90%, I'm a happy go lucky person as, as society will put it. Um, God has designed me to be resilient no matter what. I don't get me wrong. I shed tears. I get frustrated. Um, there's been times where I've even wanted to bless people with these hands. Okay. But it's like, you can't do that. So it's like, I have to come back to my closet and be like, Lord, did you see what they said? Did you see what they did? Did these kids cutting up this job? Da, 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 da. I'm cutting up. It'd be out of control. Okay. And then I'd be like, okay, you know what, Lord, I'm going to give it to you. So I need you to help me with it. I need you to help me um, what my heart said on this particular situation. And it's like, okay, Lord, um, I'm speaking out of frustration, but that's not the abundance in my heart. In my heart, I want to help people in my heart. I want to encourage people to be their best, uh, version of themselves that you've created them to be and to branch out and to help other people. I want to show people that, you know, um, you don't have to take no for an answer. If God didn't tell you no, you ain't got to accept the no. But if God told you no, you got to stop and, and reroute and do what he told you to do. But it's like I see a lot of people and when you get a no, you just be like, ah, I'm just not going to do this, blah, blah, blah. But I've, all, I've always tried to teach my children and people that I come in contact with that there is always a back door. Okay, I'm part of the back door ministry. Preach, yes. Because a lot of people have said no or you wouldn't be able to do it, or you wouldn't do this, and you ain't going to be that coming from where I come from. It's like, uh, I couldn't take no for an answer. I'm just like, there got to be a way. There got, there's got to be a back door. And God just blessed and opened my eyes to be able to um, see the door or speak to him about it. And tell them, like, hey, you know, Lord, I know there's a back door. You, you God, you got to be able to fix this. And then I'd just be like, okay. Um, through faith, bam, there's a back door and you create a door and you open and, and God opens it and you just walk through. So that's happened many times in my life. So I'm just like, okay, um, I don't be like, where are you going with this? I'm trying to say like, you know, there are things that I react versus acting out of the abundance of my heart because what's in my heart, God has placed in my heart. Like I said, with the encouragement and to empower people into um, uh, not take no for an answer unless God gave you a, a, a solid no and things of that nature. So it's just like when, um, it's like you want to do 
and this is just my perspective of it because God, like I said, God created us, God designed us. <clears throat> Excuse me. So it's like you want to do what pleases God and uh, you want to do what brings about like a, a sense of fulfillment. So you're like, okay, um, I find joy in helping other people and, and seeing them make, you know, make it to the next level and learn to walk in their strength and, and, and give God the glory uh, for it. So it's like that's another layer of, of me and, and could be for you too, guys, like in your heart. So then we move to um, another level where you are what you say. So it's like your words have power. The Bible tells us um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The Bible also tells us like life and death is in the power of your own tongue. So that that reigns supreme whether you are a believer, a Christian, or if you are someone who doesn't believe uh, in God as the highest power. Um you cannot deny the fact that whatever it is you believe, it manifests. Whatever you speak, it manifests. So it's like when, uh, what was that? No, I'm not. What was that? Who was that? Uh, Eminem, when he said, I am whatever you say I am. So from that perspective, I am whatever it is I say I am. Not what you say. Unless God gave confirmation and about the prophecy, <laughs> but I am whatever I say I am. So it's like, I am, I'm going to give you an example. So if I say I'm whole, regardless of what's going on around me and what comes from the past that tries to bite me in the butt again, um, guess what? I'm whole because guess what? I said so, and I'm not going to speak anything different. different. So if I said that I'm happy, regardless of um, chaos that could be the, you know, the negative factor in whatever situation, whether that's at home, at work, um, just out and about in public, whatever is going on in this world. If I said I'm happy, then guess what? Aisha is happy. So if I said I'm flourishing, I'm flourishing. That means what? And it may not even manifest in this season right here before my eyes. But as long as I'm doing the grit, which is the groundwork for it, guess what? Your girl is flourishing because guess what? I'm doing the footwork to make all these things happen. So um, let's say if you start a business and you just say, you know what? Um, I'm going to do a t-shirt business or whatever. So let's say you start your t-shirt business and you may not have the... The appropriate equipment to do that uh, particular thing just yet. You may not have your laptop together with the with the graphics, and you may not have the uh, what do you call it the 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 thing that you print the T-shirts on and things of that nature. But let's say you you got your drawings together, you got all your sketches together and your supplies to do the sketches, and you sketching out these ideas and you putting them together, and um, you running uh you've written out your little promos on the side to to market and reach the people guess what you're doing the grit you're doing the groundwork you're putting it together so you're flourishing in that until it comes you know into fruition to be the big thing that you want it to be 
those baby steps count. You don't see a baby start walking, then they stop, and then they just say, oh, well, I ain't going to just walk again. No, they keep like, oh, I'm moving places. I'm getting to that point to where I've been watching that little thing over there on the other side of the room. Now I can reach it, so I'm going to go back over there. So it's the same thing with us as adults. It's just like, okay, who am I in this season? What business or whatever thing I want to do? What little steps do I that, that are in my um uh, scope of practice to do right now to contribute to getting to the big thing that I the bigger picture that I see and that's who I am and that's what I'm doing in this particular season so for as far as the flourishing goes and so I had this thing guys where um where I said okay guess what I said that whatever I am whatever I say I am right so I am rich and when I say I'm rich not by what's deemed to be rich as the world standard. Now, don't get me wrong. Money is a tool uh, to um, help make things happen. But it's not the beginning and it's not the end all be all because God does miraculous things all the time. And we just have to be willing conduits of what he wants done. So, when I say um, I am rich... I, I, I take that from a, um, what's the word? Well, anyway, um, I forgot my train of thought, but something along the lines. Oh, I know what I was saying. So when I said that I am whatever I say I am, um, I am the rich. So uh, the rich stands for righteous indigenous camp here. So I am the righteous indigenous that camp here. So it's like God said, I am what? I am righteous by what? By faith, through grace, all of these things that I have access to if I believe in him and what he says about me. So, um, and when you think of um, indigenous, um, it's like I am the native person because guess what? I'm my own person. I am who God created me to be. So I am a designer's original. I am uh, authentically me. So, um, and what is a camp? Like, so uh, camp, in my opinion, is like, uh, like when you think of it, I'm not talking about from the perspective of, oh, when you send your kids to camp. My camp is like my tribe. So it's not just me. It's the people that I work, the clique that I roll with. Of believers that we are the righteous indigenous camp that camp here that what we camp here and we inhabit this earth and we tell of God's goodness we tell of our strength we tell of our levels of um, uh, I said we won't use weaknesses we'll use challenges and vulnerability we tell of those things we tell how we overcome and we encourage and, and uh, uh, empower other people to know who they are not who society says that we are not who Instagram, Facebook um, tells us that we should be, how we should look, what we should say, how we should dress, what we should listen to. Is no, be you. Be who God created you to be. So if he created you to be that loving, caring, responsible person, and don't get me wrong, those are things that they come with a level of responsibility because every blessing comes with a burden on the backside. I think that it, 
creates a level of balance to where you don't get the big head and think you did anything and you still need and rely on God to make all these things manifest. So it's like, um, with that being said, know who you are, not the pressure to be who society or the culture says you need to be. So, um, as a black woman, it's a lot of pressure and I'm going to tell you why. And this is, again, this is my podcast. So this is my perspective. I'm speaking my truth as a 44 year old black woman. Um, I've encountered things where there's a, um, and just a woman in, in, in general as well, not just a black woman, but also as a woman, there's a pressure to look a certain kind of way. There's, um, since I've been a kid, uh, if you were a plus size person, and let, let's just dial it back. I'm a woman, right? So people want to describe you as either you're skinny, you're in between, you're fat, you're plus size or whatever. I, and at the day, I'm just like, I'm a woman, period. So it's one of those things to where um, now I got to be classified as, oh, are you short or you tall? You plus size or you skinny? You you this or you that? So it's like, I view myself as, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know the word I'm looking for at this moment. I just drew a blank. But anyway, so I'm... I'm uh, I'm a woman of size, so I'm not some, I'm a meat and potatoes person. I'm not a a smaller person. So it took me a while. And when I say a while, I mean a grown, grown woman to accept who I am. That God didn't design me to be a size five. He just didn't. Now, granted, he designed me to be healthy, right? So that's my part in being healthier, Versus the way I've been living the majority of my life just with food being my friend as I thought it wasn't just being what I ran to when I felt whatever type of way um, at times in my life. So it's like God designed me to be who I am, shaped the way that I am, but he designed me to be healthier. So I'm working on that, doing my part, but I won't make excuses or fall, well, I don't say excuses, I won't try to justify how I was created in my form when he formed me, okay? So I'm not created to um, fit in, I'm created to stand out. My personality is created to stand out. And it, it took me a while to grasp that too, because God gave me a mouthpiece. So it's like, uh, why he gave me this wittiness, you have to, um, I've learned that you have to watch your tongue and your tone because don't get me wrong. Your girl could cut you into pieces and she can love you and put you back together, but it don't take away the fact that she cut you into pieces. Right? So it's like, I have to be more mindful. Um, and being a parent, I've learned that my words can hurt people and, and not just, it's, it's not from a perspective of always trying to defend myself, but I've said things that didn't, I didn't see anything wrong with in 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 joking manner or whatever. And um, I've had loved ones and people tell me like, hey, you know, you shouldn't have said that. And then I had to check myself. And my kids, have, they've, they serve as, um, I see this now. I was telling God the other day, I said, I see you've made me a mother also 
to create boundaries in my life with my speech and my words and with my actions. So I just don't be out here all willy nilly saying and doing whatever. So um, it's one of those things that I know I'm a little bit off topic, but it's just one of those things that um, society, culture, we allow those things to pressure us to thinking that we don't look a certain way. We're not, um, we're not beautiful. I'm, I'm a beautiful 44 year old black woman with every bit of overbite spaces. I have a gold tooth, long, beautiful, thick hair that gets the best to me. Sometimes I have curves, I have hips, I have butt, I have belly, everything that people try to pick apart the same society they're going to purchase. They're going to purchase the lips that they say that are too big. They're going to purchase the hair that they think is too kinky and, and too nappy. They're going to purchase the booty that they make fun of when you walk past and the thighs that rub. They're going to buy those, y'all. Hello, somebody. They're going to, uh, the big nose that they make fun of, they're going to purchase that too. So people are paying for the things that people are ashamed of or or dying to get rid of. Or if you're dying to be thin or if you're dying to be bigger, whatever it is, be you. Be who God has created you to be. Learn to love you. Look into me. I was talking to one of my um, one of my friends a while back and uh, we were talking about um, I think it was self-love or something to that effect. But either way, she made a statement and it was just like, oh, wow, that just kind of, uh, you know, just went, like a light bulb went off in my head. And I was just thinking, she was just like, do you ever just look in the mirror and like, you know, in your nakedness and just tell yourself, I love you. I love every ounce of you. I love what I see. And I was like, no, I ain't never did that. Um, no, but I'm going to try it. <laughs> so... I've been learning, you know, from that point, even as a 44 year old woman, y'all, and I've never thought about it from that simple perspective of self-love and knowing who you are to love on me. So when I walk past every mirror, it's an opportunity to say, hey, girl, look at you. You working better. You looking better. You better go. You better get that. Yes. So when I'm working out and I'm going through changes in life and going through all these things, I look in the mirror and I encourage myself. I think better. I think stronger. I think smarter. And I ask God to help me strategize. And that's what it's really all about. It's about you being you. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says that what? Before I created you in your mother's womb, I knew you. I knew who you would be. I knew the gaps you would have. I knew the weight you would weigh. I knew the amount of hairs on your head from... The moment before you were even conceived until the day you get ready to die when I call you home. I know everything about you. And I love you. And I need you to love you the same way that I love you. So I'm learning those things. Yes. And I want you to learn those things too. Don't buckle under the pressure of society trying to be who everyone says you should be. You don't need a million Instagram followers to be happy. To be authentically you and love and accept you. Because guess what? Nobody's perfect. Everybody's created with something, a thorn in your side, a flaw, whatever it is. And while you not liking whatever it is you see about yourself, um, someone else would love to have that. Or if someone didn't appreciate whatever it is you brought to the table, someone else would love to have you. Hello, somebody. So 
it's one of those things to where, and don't get me wrong, I'm not talking about something that's negative that you know that's hindering you and you are, uh, um, what do you call it? You are indulging in those things. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying those things that God originally gave you, um, those things that God has called you to work on within you to be a better you, learn to love you, know you, know your limits, know your strengths, know your challenges, and just work on fixing the things that God told you to do, do the things that God told you to do, and give it your all. And that's all you can do. That's all he's asking for is obedience, belief, and obedience, and he'll do the rest. So again, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you next week. Peace.